everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of Leave It to Hannah Tuesday. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy during this time and is so excited that we all stay supportive and stay happy and motivated because there will be a time when we are clean of this and we can go on throughout our life and be happy. But anyways, not to talk too much about that stuff, I have a super exciting episode for you guys today, and it is a story that I've wanted to share with you for a while now, Um, and this is a story of the best day of my life so far. And I say so far just because I'm sure I'm going to have more exciting days to come in the future, Um, like maybe getting married or starting a family. But for now, this story definitely holds a very close um, spot in my heart because it is something so personal and it's something that I was able to accomplish on my own. Um, So it holds a lot of growth and self-discovery and I hope that maybe it inspires you to do something that you've always wanted to do. So I'm going to start uh, from the beginning. And this is just a memory that I have um, from around sophomore year when I was um, just really getting into running. And basically what I remember from this memory is I specifically remember what road I was on. It was in my hometown um, in Peru on a road called Winding Brook. And I was running down the road and I can specifically remember having this thought like, wow, I love running so much. I feel so great from this. I want to continue running. Um, and it was such a great feeling. Like it was, it, I think I believe it was probably fall and the air was kind of cool and I was all by myself and I was like, doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. And I was probably listening to music. And all I could think about was, I can't wait to get home and research marathons. Like, as all of a sudden my mind started thinking things that I never thought before. Um, For some reason I was thinking of the Boston Marathon because that was the only thing I even knew about marathons was that there was one in Boston. And I was just like, I want to do that so bad. Like, I just want to run forever. And that is something that I want to do. Um, but I had this goal in mind and I literally had no idea how long a marathon even was, but I just knew that it meant that you were going to be running a lot. So as soon as I got home, I remember asking my mom if I could go on her computer and I just Googled how long a marathon is and it said it was 26.2 miles and I was like, holy crap, I don't think I can run 26.2 miles and so then I started looking at other types of races um, that are similar so obviously a half marathon and 13.1 miles I was like all right that's something a little bit more attainable like maybe one day I can do that but honestly I have no idea but honestly I was feeling like extremely discouraged after I looked up how long this race was but I couldn't get over the feeling that I just wanted to run for that long so with all that being said I'm pretty sure this feeling kind of left my mind for a little bit but I started to become a little bit more aware that there were people running these much longer distances than me I think probably at the time um I was really just running like 
probably at the most six miles, like never really over six miles. Um, and I really started running um, the en- um, going into my junior year of high school and mainly because I wanted to be on the varsity soccer team and I wanted to do like make the um, tryouts and everything and I wanted to be like looked at as a strong player and I knew that the first three days of tryouts was first day you ran one mile, second day you ran two miles, and the third day you ran three miles. All I wanted to do was literally be the fastest at that and I knew that if I could run extremely fast and not get tired for that like I would be good and it's so crazy to even think about because I never run just like one mile so to even imagine that I was preparing to want to run just one mile like blows my mind and like the fact that other girls were preparing to run this these distances I'm I mean not to say that I run all these crazy long distances but it's definitely much longer than what I do now. So I basically started really running every day for me when I was going into my junior year of high school. And I immediately figured out that my junior year, when I was playing soccer, that I was not meant to be playing soccer and that I needed to stop. So um, as soon as that season was over, Actually, before that season was even over, I admitted to myself that I was doing the wrong sport. I admitted it to the coach and never looked back at soccer. And my senior year, I did exactly what I wanted to do. And I joined the cross-country team and I never felt more like myself. I never had so much fun. I had an extreme passion for it that year. I can literally just remember how happy I was. I made... I made great friends. I made real friends. I made friends with people that I knew I should be around. And it was it was just a great experience. Like there was no like this harsh competitiveness that comes with soccer. It was just like let's go outside and run today. And it was exactly what I wanted to be doing. And even that year I I stopped playing basketball. I had played basketball throughout high school, stopped doing that. I remember that winter was when I trained for my first half marathon. Um, So my senior year, um, right after cross country ended, I had done some research and in my town, um, there is a half marathon race that is held, uh, Plattsburgh Half Marathon. And I had my eyes set on running that half marathon. And I can literally remember like my last few runs with my coaches and me just being like asking them questions about half marathons, like wondering if they've ever done it, talking to them about running longer distances. And I'm just sitting there like, I want to say I'm going to do it so bad, but I don't know if I can actually do it yet. So I don't want to say I can do it. So I didn't really come out and say that I was going to do this. It was more just like something in my head that I was planning on doing. So as soon as cross country ended, I obviously took a few weeks off. I was not doing basketball that season. And I just basically created my own plan to run 13.1 miles. And that plan, I'd never looked up how to run that distance. I literally just went off how I felt. 
I think the most I got up to um, for training was 10 miles, and I pretty much just hoped and prayed. I literally remember, like, the I remember signing up for the race and literally being so scared. I thought I was, like, the baddest bitch. I was like, wow, I'm going to run 13.1 miles before I graduate high school. Like, I am amazing, basically. But, you know, that's not the case. It was just something in my head. It was because it was such a big goal for me that, like, I knew that completing this task, I would feel like a rock star. So, I literally remember paying for the race, I remember signing up, so excited, picking out my t-shirt size, I was like, wow, this is going to be the best day of my life. So, anyways, um, like, coming up to that day, I remember, um, literally, I remember waking up on that day, and um, getting dressed and everything, and it was a gray day, extremely gray, no sun, it was raining, kind of bad, I literally wore spandex and a very thin t-shirt, which I thought would be a great idea, not a great idea, um, I remember getting in the car with my parents, and my dad's like, so what's your goal for, like, this race, and I was like, you know, I never thought about that, I never thought about, like, my goal, about like my time he was like how fast are you gonna run it I was like literally no idea I had no idea for how long I was gonna be running for I was just like totally blind going into it and even thinking about it just now like it makes me so excited like I went into this completely blind I was like I'm just gonna do what I feel and whatever happens happens and I remember my mom and my dad were both there they followed me around from places that they they were like, okay, we're going to meet you here. I literally remember, like, my mom and my dad both cheering for me, and it was just, it was literally the greatest, it was so great. Like, that wasn't the greatest day, but I know that was a pretty great day. And I just, I just totally zoned out that whole entire time completely zoned out and I was in my element like I just couldn't believe that I was doing it I felt so good like I did not have a pain in the world I was just running and I remember um pretty close to the end um there was probably like miles left and I literally was still passing people like I never thought I would be passing people, but I just felt so good. I had absolutely no expectations. And for any of you that have ever ran a race in your life and you can relate to this, like, you know what I mean. So I remember still continuing to pass people, like, as I'm crossing the finish line. And I just felt so much joy. And let me just go back to when I said wearing spandex was not a good idea. As soon as I crossed the finish line, um, the inside of my legs were bleeding. I had no skin left. Literally, because it was raining and because I was wearing spandex and because I have thick-ass thighs, my legs were rubbing together. And it it literally looked like I had a shark attack, which is terrible. But basically, the inside of my legs started bleeding so bad and there was blood everywhere. I literally looked down and thought that I got my period 
and that was not the case. It was just my legs rubbing together, and they started bleeding. Literally, for the next, like, two weeks, I had to wrap my legs in ace bandages because they were bleeding, and I couldn't even walk. Getting in the shower was literally the most painful thing I've ever experienced, but I loved it. I literally loved it. I was, like, addicted at that point. Like, yeah, that race was hell, but as soon as I was done, I was, like, 13 miles. That's nothing. That is nothing. So I got this weird idea in my head that for some reason 13 miles was easy. And I was like, yeah, I can basically run 13 miles and, like, not train because I had this idea that, like, I had trained previously and I was fine. So, like, why do I need to train again? And this destroyed me. So I'd signed up for a few more half marathons after that. Of course, the conditions, weather was not the same. The next time I ran, I remember it was really hot. It was, like, the hottest day in fall, and I was running in my hometown, Peru, um, which is a little bit hellier there, and I remember it just being so hot, and I thought it was going to be as easy as it was the first time, but I had set this goal in my head that I wanted to run two marathons in one year, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, and it was just not the same, like, it was not the same experience. I remember the first time I ran, I finished in an hour and 51 minutes, and now all of a sudden, the second time I ran a half marathon, it was two hours and 10 minutes, and I was like, what the hell? Like, it was so easy, and now it's hard. So, I had then ran probably two more half marathons, and then by the time um, August 2018, I want to say, rolled around, I had a goal in my head that I was going to run a full marathon before I turned 20 years old. And I remember that summer, I was just trying to set as many goals. Like, I was in shock that I was going to turn 20 years old. And like, what the hell had I done? I do not know. So... All I wanted to do was set this huge goal for myself and run a full marathon before I turned 20 years old and putting that limit like before November 1st was really big because that meant I needed to do it that year. Like it was not like this lifelong goal. Like no, it was something that I was either going to finish before I turned 20 or I was going to let myself down. So... August, I remember, it was kind of probably a sad summer for some weird reason, but I set this goal, and it just kind of stuck in my head, and I kind of looked up some nearby races, and the one that attracted me the most was the Lake Placid Marathon. Um, Lake Placid also holds a half marathon. They're known for always having really cool athletic events. They have an Ironman there. They have races throughout the year. There was the Olympics there once before Winter Olympics. So it's a place that I hold extremely near and dear to my heart. Lake Placid is a beautiful place and I absolutely love it there. It's so inspiring to me. The people there are inspiring to me. Everything about it I love. So... I decided to put my 
mind towards working to the Lake Placid Marathon. Um, and so I kind of looked up some training plans a little bit and said I found one that was 16 weeks long and I never followed a training plan before and I kind of almost didn't want to because I didn't want to. I like doing my own thing. I didn't want to follow a plan. But the reason I chose to follow the plan was because I knew 26.2 miles is a long distance and it's definitely something that I should have a plan for and it's nothing that I've done before so it I definitely just needed to follow a plan um and I think another leading factor that made me want to so badly do this distance is that I was not really progressing in my half marathon time literally I ran it so good the first time and it never felt as good as I ran it the first time so I was feeling like extremely discouraged like that I couldn't break past that point and I needed to set a newer bigger goal that I hadn't done before so it was like I had outgrown that and I had done it once and now I needed something new so that's exactly what I did I decided to go for something new and I remember it was literally like a switch flicked in my head and nothing else mattered I was like I'm doing it I don't care how painful it is, I'm doing it. And so, um, I remember um, in December of 2018, I was working in an office job and I did a lot of research. And I went home one night and I drew up a whole entire training plan. Um, and I was going to follow it, and the training plan started in February. So um, it was 16 weeks long. I had handmade myself my own calendar, my own training plan, and I was going to follow it. So that's exactly what I did. Um, And really the plan was just running four days a week, Um, and each Sunday there was a long run, and it increased basically by one mile each weekend. Um, The first long run was six miles, and the longest longest long run was 20 miles. So, this is where things start to get interesting, because I'm actually getting into the best day of my life. Um, And I absolutely, this this is like my favorite thing to talk about, and it might be annoying, but because it's all about myself but I know that there's other people out there that have stories just like this and they know the feeling that I'm talking about when they share their biggest personal accomplishment so hear me out I know it's annoying but this is I think very important for everyone to hear because it's very inspiring um so I can remember I did not even sign up for this race until after I had ran 20 miles. Mind you, this race 
ev- basically with races, like how it works is the earlier you sign up, the less you pay. Um, and the later you sign up, you have to pay a lot more money. So I didn't care like how much it was going to cost. All I wanted to do was complete it. Like I didn't want to buy it too early because what if I had ran that 20 miles or I had not ran that 20 miles? What if I literally on that day of running 20 miles couldn't do it? Like how that would completely destroy me mentally. Like now that I've invested money in this and I can't even do it, like that would just destroy me because it's more about can I do it, not about can I afford it. So the race is like, I think it was like around $90 or something like that. Um, but I remember, I remember I wanted to at least run in Lake Placid before the race came. So, um, one day, a day that I had to run 18 miles, I decided to go to Lake Placid and run kind of the trail or the route there. And I was, it was so hilly, like much hillier than Peru. So it was already like me psyching myself out, like getting super scared, but it also got me super excited because I knew that if I ran there, that I would get a better vision of myself running this race. So running there was a great experience, and I would definitely recommend if you can run the course before the race, go do it at least once because you can do a lot of envisioning and imagining yourself there on the day of the race. And on the day of the race, it's 10 times better than what it's like when you're just there training, because it's the real thing, so, um, I remember I was, like, probably at 16 miles, and I was, like, how the hell am I gonna do two more, I literally couldn't, like, I was in so much pain, and I had already been running, like, 16 miles, 13 miles, 12 miles, every single weekend for, like, six weeks in a row, and, it was increasing and I was getting more and more tired and but I ended up pulling through and I ended up completing all of the training I think it was about four like five over 500 miles of training I remember doing the full 20 mile day and feeling so accomplished literally it's so crazy the fact that you put you put 16 weeks into training for something and then it's over in five hours. Like all of a sudden the day comes and it's just over. Meanwhile, you've trained so much for this one stinking moment to come, change your life, and then just become a memory. And it's just, I find it crazy. So finally fast forward let's skip to the day that literally felt like my birthday like this day felt like my birthday june 9th 2019 yes i may be being dramatic there's probably a lot better things to look forward to in life than this freaking day but it was good so literally i was so excited because well actually let's start june 8th i was pumped because 
I put on my favorite shirt that day. It was it's a Believe t-shirt by Boyer Benner. I put on my favorite leggings. They're blue. And and my parents, we were going to go to we were going to go to uh what's it called? It's a restaurant in Saranac Lake called Casa de Sol. It's a Mexican restaurant. They make the best quesadilla. Um so the plan was let's leave June 8th. We're going to go to Casa del Sol, have some great Mexican food. I'm wearing my favorite outfit and um then we were going to go pick up like my bag and my pin, like basically the goodie bag that you get for races. Like this day was amazing. Just thinking about it makes me so excited. I remember listening to music in the car, like getting pumped. I don't know. I literally felt like a rock star. And my dad was able to get a hotel room in Lake Placid at, I think it was a Holiday Inn. And I remember that night was so great. Like at the hotel, we roasted Mart. There was like a bunch of people around and I met some cool people. I met a guy that had ran like 48 marathons in all different states and he had like a few more states to go and I was like this is amazing like what the hell and so I remember that night we literally had to roast marshmallows outside there's like a bunch of other people that are all there for the same reason like I felt so at home and then um after we roasted marshmallows we went inside there was a band playing in the lobby like so much fun we got to listen to music I was with my mom and my dad it was a great day and then I probably went to bed around eight o'clock and I remember going to the hotel room and like that night um getting ready to go to bed I had all my stuff laid out in my room, um, in the bathroom, I had my socks, my favorite socks, um, a pair of leggings, a shirt, I had my bag that I was going to run with, I had my food, I had everything that I needed, and I crawled into bed, and there was two queen, two queen beds in the room, my parents slept in one, and then I slept in the other by myself, and the hotel room was great. I had a balcony and everything overlooking um, Mirror Lake. And um, I started crying in the bed. And I was so sad because throughout my training experience, I had been with my ex-boyfriend that had meant so much to me. And going into the harder months of training we ended up breaking up and running was literally where I met him I met him at a cross-country rate at cross-country practice so it was something that I imagined he would be there for and he knew I was doing this. He knew that I was so excited for it. He knew how much time I spent working on it. And he wasn't there. And all I wanted was him to be there. I was so sad. I wanted him to be there to support me. 
And I remember just crying in the bed, and I looked over at my mom, and I was just like, the one person that I thought would be here for me is not here for me. And she just told me that she loved me, and that the most important people were there for me, and that I was going to finish that race, and I didn't need him, and... I was, my heart was so full. It was so full, but it felt so empty at the time. But really, I had everything that I needed in that room. I had everything that I needed in myself. And I didn't need anyone to be there for me to cheer me on. I, that, that was something that I needed to do for myself. And I can knew, I knew I could do by myself. And it was just so emotional for me um, to have to think that I had to do it with somebody else, but to realize that all I needed was myself. And so I went to bed feeling a little bit down. And in the morning, I woke up bright and early, probably around 6 a.m., I took my shower, it was like nice, cold, refreshing. I put my hair in my hat, I braided my hair, I put my favorite socks on, I put my favorite shoes on, I filled up my um, water bottle, and I put my snacks in my bag, I put my watch on, I prepared myself for that day, I put my favorite shoes on, Hoka's, if you're wondering, Arahi. They were the Arahi 2's, and they were the most comfortable sneakers ever. Now I wear Arahi 3's, not as comfortable. But anyways, um, my mom and dad woke up, and I told my mom that I... My mom wanted me to wait for her, and we went down and had breakfast. I remember, like, the lobby looked basically over... Um, where there was complimentary breakfast and it was the most beautiful day I've ever seen literally the sun was up you could see Mirror Lake the sky was blue all I could see was like my my goals I could see myself finishing. I looked around and everyone was just like me. Everyone was just as nervous. Everyone was just as excited. Everyone looked prepared. And I was so inspired literally by everyone else there. Like, I I just never been around so many people that I felt like a real connection to with like a passion. And... I remember I had like a banana and I kind of wasn't eating that much because I was still a little upset but I ate some oatmeal I ate my banana and then I went and I went up to the room for a little bit and then soon later it was time to head to the starting spot and I headed there kind of early my mom and dad they took some pictures um of me before the race people were warming up I'm not really one for warming up I literally just like stood there 
I, for some reason, I just don't warm up. Like, let me know if anyone else is like that, but I don't. (laughs) So, I'm just kind of, like, standing there, and everyone's, like, hardcore preparing, and I'm just like, um, yeah. (laughs) I I don't do that, which is stupid, but I don't. Um, so, as the race is almost starting, um, like, that then they tell us to go to the starting line, basically, and ev- like everyone just walks over to the starting line, and it's so exciting. Like someone singing the national anthem. The sky is so blue. It's eight a.m. Everyone's up. Everyone's about to go run twenty-six miles or thirteen miles. Everyone's about to go accomplish their dreams, and. It's like the best feeling in the world. And I had my music plugged in. I was like bouncing around. I'm so excited. And I remember there's literally so many people that like the gun goes off and you like your bib basically doesn't start until you cross like the magnetic strip. So you'll start timing once you cross that magnetic strip so everyone basically like walks over it and then starts running and I remember I had like the best playlist made like it was Eminem it was like all this like hyped up music I still have the playlist now and sometimes I literally just listen to it and just like remember where I was when a certain song was playing and it gets me so excited So basically, for the race, you first run around Mirror Lake, which is three miles. And this was, like, the least of my worries. I knew, like, okay, as soon as I do this three miles around the lake, like, then we're going to get into the real stuff. Like, stuff's going to not be so fun anymore. But literally running around that that lake was, like, my heart was smiling like the whole three miles huge smile on my face didn't even feel like three miles felt like one and everyone is just having a great time the sun's shining I remember like one of the coolest things was right in the beginning of the race they have this humongous American flag like hung over the street and you run under it and I just thought that was the coolest thing like that was so cool also another thing that was so cool is like some people do it in their full-on like military army outfits with these huge backpacks on extremely inspiring most of them are those people are walking um but then there's a bunch of other people running and you're running so close with people you feel like friends you feel like family and kind of basically after that three mile loop around the lake yes shit got a lot harder um but I ran 20 miles without stopping which was literally the best feeling in the world and I there was like times when I literally wanted to go faster but just to let everyone know I finished it in five hours so I don't exactly know what that pace is it wasn't the fastest definitely not the fastest but it was good enough for me and there was sometimes when I like wanted to go faster but I just kind of kept my calm and like just ran at a comfortable speed 
And I remember doing my first stop at 20 miles, and that was to have some oranges. And the oranges were, oh, sorry, the best thing ever. So fresh, so juicy. Um, I had some Gatorade, some water. Um, everything was great. I was around, like, I remember these two people, they were running it together, and I was kind of off and on, like, with them. They were taking longer breaks than me. I was kind of not wanting to stop that much. I remember also, I literally called my parents while I was on the run. I was like, yeah, I'm, like, five miles away, and it was just funny, because I was just on the phone with him, like, while running the race, but anyways, it's just, like, the small things that are just, like, yeah, you, like, literally relax, like, you have, you're gonna finish it, you're gonna be fine, like, the worst thing is literally to start panicking, like, do not start panicking, mind you, this was literally everyone was like this is the hottest day like Placid has ever experienced pretty sure it was like 86 degrees pure sunshine which if you know where like Placid is like that's hot for there so yeah it was a really hot day and I was all I wanted was rain that day and trust me it was just not raining that day so um I, after I had stopped the first time, it kind of slowed my momentum down a little bit, and I was stopping more frequently, and, but I remember I had got to basically, like, one mile left, and I was a pumped, and there was, there was still people around me, like, I was not alone by any means, but there definitely was not that many people, and just to get everyone a better idea with this race, um, you're running with the people doing the half marathon and with the people doing the full marathon, but majority of the people are doing the half, so once all of those people are done, there's even less people. So by five hours in, there's not many people left in the race. Um, so it is kind of a lonelier, quieter time, and I remember I was hopefully in my head getting pretty close to the end and literally there's a video of this happening but my dad was it was literally this mountain that I had to go up and it was right before the finish line and it's like this zigzag you go up the zigzag and it's this humongous hill and I thought I just had to go up this freaking hill and then I'd be done but no this, I swear to God, this was not on the route on the map, but you had to run around this track-like thing to finish, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, this, I was not prepared for this, and once I'm like, once I like, I was prepared for 26 miles, was I prepared to run around this track one last time before I finished the finish line? No not prepared for it so I literally like I look at my dad and I'm like do I have to run around that and he was like yeah I was like oh my god like I literally I was not prepared for that but uh, I ended up running around it obviously because I needed to and I remember the home stretch my dad has a video of it my mom and my dad are both cheering me on and on the on like the PA whatever the guy's like and from Peru, New York, 
Anna Wilson, and I have the video and I have him saying it, and you'll probably see it because it'll be the picture that links this podcast, but that was literally, that was the moment, that was the day, that was the moment, that was, it felt like my birthday, it felt like the only day that I needed to be alive for, um, this is so dramatic, I can't believe I'm posting this, but oh my gosh, I'm sounding so dramatic, um, anyways, so I crossed the finish line, and I got the medal, everything, my parents had to hold me up, I had boogers up the yin-yang, boogers everywhere, it's not everywhere, um, I was, there, it was just so crusty, I was literally so crusty, I was soaking wet because I was trying to, like, run under, like, these water things that they had spraying on us so that we wouldn't be so hot to, like, calm us down, or to cool us down, um, so I was just a wreck, I was a full-on wreck, and I was so thirsty, and I literally couldn't even think about food, but people were trying to feed me, and I'm like, I cannot think about food, like, pizza, no, please get that away from me, everything, no, all I wanted was some chocolate milk, thank god they had some, I didn't want any food, I didn't want anything, I did not know what I wanted, I was just so happy, but my whole family was there, they gave me so much support, so much love, and I loved the pain so much, I loved that I could barely feel my legs, I loved that it was taking me forever to walk places, but let me tell you what I did not love, oh my god, this is disgusting, but literally, I had the worst, like, stomach pain after, if you know what I mean, and the bathroom was so far away from me, it was like an inter- an eternity away from me, and all I had to do was just go to the bathroom, and like, I literally needed a wheelchair, I needed something, and <clears throat> there was hills to get to this bathroom, there was, it was terrible, like, all I wanted to do was be in the bathroom, and my parents were like trying to leave pretty much like as soon as I'd finished, so it was like I was also being rushed, and it was just, oh, even though thinking about it, it was so painful, it was literally still the best, like I wouldn't trade it for the world, but so yes, we have finally made it 41 minutes later to the grand finale when I actually tell you what the best day of my life was, and it was that day, and I remember the car ride home, I felt, I felt so good, I got home, I went in the hot tub, I relaxed, I laid in bed, I fell asleep, and I had done what I needed to do, and I was very inspired by that whole experience, and it made me want to do it again, so I am working on training for this year's June marathon in Lake Placid. There's a lot that I've learned from that experience, and I'm so excited to share it with other people. I'm so excited to hear other people's stories and truly feel what it feels like, and 
I can't wait to continue to push myself in those ways because I know those days are the best days of my life. So I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to this point. It means the world to me. And if you have anything that you'd like to share with me on anything, I would love to talk about it with you. Definitely, if you love running, I would love to talk about it with you. If you have any questions, I'd love to try to answer it. I'm no expert. I ran it in five hours. That is no record-breaking thing, but I still did it. So, um, yes, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope to talk to you soon. And with all that being said, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you.